Everyone has heard the advice, fake it till you make it. Absolutely. My younger self has even used it as a mantra walking into a meeting. But is it good advice or bullshit? That's what we're talking about today. The Speakeasy Podcast. Honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business? We probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. There's no surprise, listeners, that we are drinking something that looks like Valentine's Day. It is red, as you can imagine. It is beautiful. And it is called Love Potion Number 9. This is adorable. It sort of tastes like a cherry gummy bear. So it's super, super sweet. So drink it in small quantities. And I think one of the, you know, it's so it's grenadine, pink lemonade, orange bitters, and gin. And gin's one of my favorites. But one of your options is to take our recipe and add a little bit more pink lemonade if you want to smooth out the flavor or, or have more than one. Or you can just add more of the aviation gin. That would work as well. That would thin it out, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, it's an adorable, it's an adorable one. It is, and the, the orange bitters are interesting because it adds a citrus flavor into the mix, which you don't really expect. Well, and the name is great, Love Potion Number 9, right? So that's a perfect metaphor for faking it. Yeah, absolutely. Until you make it. That's right. Here it is, people. We've all done it. We've all faked our way through something. Personally, professionally, we all have. We've all done it. But it's, is it good advice? Well... I mean, yes and no, right? So professionally, there are reasons why you might do that, right? So are you building a skill and you're using it as repetition to build that skill? Or are you facing your fears? So you're setting a lofty goal and you're kind of faking it for confidence to get to get yourself to that goal. I think it's absolutely situational. I think professionally... Fake it till you make it is a complicated conversation, and we should unpack that because a lot of it has to do with your age and your experience and where you are and who you're with, right? I think, you know, as parents, we absolutely teach our kids to fake it till they make it, right? But we don't call it that. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I know you're scared, but go do it anyway. I know you're scared, but try. So that, in essence, is telling them to fake it till you make it. Right, but what we're trying to do in that in those situations is teach them perseverance to keep going or courage, right? To keep going even in the face of fear or even in the face of doubt or frustration. So faking it when you're trying to build your confidence or build your courage is maybe a good thing? Yeah. So I guess that's a really, really interesting question though, Jen, because when is it, as an adult, we're teaching our kids perseverance or, or something of the like, but that's not what we're calling it once we're adults. What's that about? So maybe we give our children more grace and ability to learn than we give ourselves. That that could be part of that. Absolutely. So if you're faking it till you make it, whether it's personally or professionally, I think it's sometimes you're faking your confidence to get through something, or at least that's been my experience. So can you turn confidence into competence? Yes, I think so. It takes some time. I mean, I'll be honest, when I was very new in my career, I faked it a whole bunch. I would absolutely say I could do something that I had no idea how to do. I would act like I knew something in a meeting rather than ask a question. But I think all that comes from your lack of confidence, right? Now I have enough confidence in my skills and abilities that I would never think of not asking the question if a question comes to me. I think I've also, as a young leader, there were times where I was faced with something that my mentors around me even were like, oh, this is going to be tough. And I'll go, oh, it's good. We're going to be good. And I, I didn't know enough to know just how bad it could be. I didn't know enough to know what the risks were. 
So I just like buckled down and did it. You know what I mean? I do. But that that makes me laugh because, you know, the mentors knew you were faking it. Right. Oh, for sure. And that's the funny part. Like on this end of the spectrum, you look at somebody right now who's faking it and saying, yeah, I got it. It's going to be easy. And you walk away. You're like, yeah, you don't have it. You don't got it. You have no idea what you're up against right now. Yeah. And so it, in some ways, when you fake it, it's obvious to the people you're talking to. So mm-hmm. you have to be very careful about when you deploy that faux confidence card and when you don't. Well, let's talk about when you should. When you should? Yeah. Well, when we're walking into a room with a bunch of new people. Absolutely. As we mentioned in the intro, it's like, you know, you got to fake it when you walk into a room full of, or when you're intimidated, right? right. So you got to put on your confident pants and smile. And actually, there's there's science behind smiling. Sure. So it actually, in, if you smile for long enough or stand in a, you know, power pose for long enough, you can actually a, a change the chemicals that are rushing through your body. So you're saying that faking it till you make it is an actual scientific tool. Yeah, there's science behind it. All right. Um, well, we're done here, guys. Thanks. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's true. There's plenty of science behind that. So I think there are reasons, absolute re- reasons when you should. Or, you know, when you're facing your fears. So whether that's walking into a meeting where you need confidence or whether that walking into a meeting is scary because of uh, you're an introvert or you're just uncomfortable around new people or whatever it is. Or if you're facing your fears because of that lofty goal that you're setting. I think, too... You know, the whole idea of fake it till you make it can be, it can help you sort of self-reflect as to as to what, what, what you're trying to fake and why you're trying to fake things. So both of us, having been people who were like, fake it till you make it, you can't do that if you don't have an inherent sense of confidence and an inherent sense that you will make it. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you don't have that inherent sense that I, I can do this, mm-hmm. I absolutely can then you wouldn't even fake fake it in the first place. Yeah, so is it um when you're when you're doing it for the right reason is it you know fake it till you become it? Maybe. <laughs> you know, you're you have a vision, you can kind of imagine yourself out there in the future being a different version of yourself and you just keep on repeating the thing that you need to get good at until you get there. That's just visualization, right? You told me a story once about your stylist giving you like a wake up call. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. We were we were talking about this, the the whole idea of fake it till you make it, and that's I, I say I've absolutely done this before. I mean, I am not alone in the fact that I started a small business and called myself creative director, of who my cats. I mean, it was my my spare bedroom with, with yeah. my cats. So creative director is a is a funny title in that regard because you're not directing anyone. Yeah. And we've run across companies where there's a a company of one and somebody calls themselves a CEO. Yeah. I mean, clearly that's a fake it till you make it situation. Yeah. And I didn't understand that or realize that until as that creative director, newly self-branded, my stylist said, well, I mean, you haven't really built a company. You've built yourself a job. And that really took mm. me aback. A and, and I was offended for a moment until I realized he was absolutely right. Yep. And and he was a small business owner with 40 employees running a whole salon. So his perception of what it takes to run a business and me, quote unquote, running a business out of my spare room in the first couple of years, not even comparable, just but, not. But that process of faking it till you make it or faking it until you become it, look, you are, in fact, that's true. a creative director where you're 
directing teams of people and cultivating growth and talent and taking care of clients and making a difference. Right. So I think sometimes there are reasons why you should, right? Yes. And there are reasons why you shouldn't. Absolutely. I think, you know, if we were superheroes, there would be using your powers for good versus using your powers for evil. And I feel like it kind of falls into that camp. So if you're going to fake it until you make it uh, and you're using that for evil, then you suck. You just That's one of the reasons why you should not do that. <laughs> Use your scruples. Don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like, you know, if you're an imposter or if you're lying about who you are or what what's available. And, you know, you and I have talked a lot about this, and, and I'm not afraid to unpack it. It's just like when when businesses or sometimes freelancers just say yes to everything and they pretend like they actually can deliver on something and you're misleading a client and, and there's you know a significant chance you can't deliver, that kind of fake it till you make it is risky. And dishonest. And dishonest. And it's not you're not being authentic to who you are, right? That's true. And I think that, that question about being authentic is part of it because I think especially when you're new in your career or you are trying to grow into a new direction. You might think you want one thing, but you want another. So if you're telling somebody, yeah, I can do that, just because you're desperate to have billing or get some exposure, but not because it's re- what you really want to do, mm-hmm. then then you really need to think back to why you said yes. Mm-hmm. And so a little self-reflection as to why you would fake it mm-hmm. and what the reasons are behind it might lead you to having to fake it less. Yeah. Well, I, I think, too, another reason... Another situation that I've seen is, you know, earlier you were saying, you know, people who are your mentors know when you're faking it or people who are who are more seasoned than you maybe know when somebody who is more green is faking it. And and I think, too, we've we've both had people on our teams who are really young and green who fake it. And and when it when it's done for the wrong reasons so that you don't look bad or you don't look stupid or you don't look prepared those are the wrong reasons to do it because what happens is we know that that's what's happening and then it prevents the person who could be developed from asking questions and from really growing from the experience so you pretend like you have it all together and you skip over the part of saying you know what I have some ideas but I'd really like some help too and then you miss the opportunity to to grow a little bit because you're faking you're pretending yeah you miss the opportunity to learn from somebody who has more wisdom more experience than you or to collaborate with a team which would come up with a different idea and so it really is sort of self-defeating behavior sometimes yeah absolutely so maybe what I hear is that it it kind of all comes down to the motivation whether or not you should fake it until you make it um, so are you are you doing it for the right reasons or not yeah and my advice would be if it's my children when I tell you to fake it when somebody gives you a gift, you're going to fake it. <laughs> <laughs> the um, thank you or the hug the or whatever that is. And the thank yous, the hugs, the showing up at dinner with the um, distant relative. There are times when you absolutely should fake it. And oftentimes that saves someone's feelings or to ease a situation. Faking it isn't always bad. And fake it till you make it when you can use that. If you're lacking confidence or you're in an uncomfortable situation, particularly socially, we talked about that. Both of us don't love social situations and places where we don't know anyone. Mm -hmm. And so you have to fake it to get through that because you have to get through that in order to form a relationship. So some places it's great. Yeah, absolutely. So I think maybe you and I both think it's a good thing in 
based on circumstance because we are both our principled people. <laughs> and so I think the general advice is that if you don't have any scruples, then it's just a bad idea. That's probably pretty good advice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If, if faking it helps you with some good self, self-development... That's great. If it just helps you be greedy, that's not so great. Yeah, I think just in the last um, six months or so, there was a great Inc. article that was, you know, how to fake it till you make it without telling a lie. So, you know, if you can feign some sort of reality that doesn't put you in a position where you're being inauthentic or where you're telling a, a, a mistruth, then it's probably an all right thing. But once you cross the line of not being authentic or true or, or walking the straight and narrow, then it's just the wrong, it's the wrong path. That's great advice, Karen. I'm just super righteous right now, I guess. <laughs> um, by the way, your glass is empty, Jen. My glass is almost always empty by the time we get done with an episode. It's true. It's true. It was really pretty. And um, I really loved this conversation. Just like I love this drink. Love potion number nine. That's true. I love you. Hap- happy Valentine's Day. And we love our listeners. And we really would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Easy Underground or on our website, thespeakeasypodcast.com. The truth is, we've passed the time when you could not think about your reputation. And small business owners know how much the opinions of customers, prospects, and referral sources matter to their business. So how do you manage your personal brand reputation online and in the flesh? Join us next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.